Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right. Thanks, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Let's start with our top story of the day. And that is Andrew Cuomo announcing his resignation. This happening uh, earlier today. Let's play it. And I love New York. And I love you. And everything I have ever done has been motivated by that love. And I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do because I work for you. And doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. Because as we say, it's not about me, it's about we. Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, is smart and competent. This transition must be seamless. We have a lot going on. I'm very worried about the Delta variant, and so should you be. But she can come up to speed quickly, and my resignation will be effective in 14 days. At public events, troopers will often hold doors open or guard the doorways. When I walk past them, I often will give them a grip of the arm, a pat on the face, a touch on the stomach, a slap on the back. It's my way of saying, I see you, I appreciate you. And I thank you. I'm not comfortable just walking past and ignoring them. Of course, usually they are male troopers. In this case, I don't remember doing it at all. I didn't do it consciously with the female trooper. I did not mean any sexual connotation. I did not mean any intimacy by it. I just wasn't thinking. It was totally thoughtless in the literal sense of the word, but it was also insensitive. It was embarrassing to her, and it was disrespectful. It was a mistake, plain and simple. I have no other words to explain it. I want to personally apologize to her and her family. I have the greatest respect for her and for the New York State Police. I take... 
Uh, and that was Andrew Cuomo. Let me let, let me let me play one more here, and that is Cuomo saying I take full responsibility for my actions. Remember, he said it's all false, and the only reason is is that well, apparently he had no friends in the Democratic Party, even in the liberal state of New York. There's something behind that. There is an untold story. Not really sure. There was a New York, I think it was the New Yorker piece that came out. And in that piece, it, it, it just came out hours before Cuomo resigned and about pressure that was put on the Justice Department by of, of Obama, I guess, at the time, um, as it relates to certain issues and, um, and that everybody apparently was uncomfortable with it and, and other issues that have come up as well. But let's play one more Cuomo cut. I take full responsibility for my actions. I have been too familiar with people. My sense of humor can be insensitive and off-putting. I do hug and kiss people casually, women and men. I have done it all my life. It's who I've been since I can remember. In my mind, I've never crossed the line with anyone. But I didn't realize the extent to which the line has been redrawn. All right, from earlier today, none of this to me, so many people, you know, getting in touch with the show and Linda and Sweet Baby and and telling me, and they're reporting back to me that they're surprised. I'm not surprised in the sense that it, one way or another, this was a fait accompli, and that the real issue that is facing the governor is going to be over the, remember, the in the AG report, it talked about criminal laws being broken on a state level and a, a federal level, um, even assuming he keeps his board and resigns in 14 days, Andrew Cuomo may not be out of the legal woods in any way whatsoever. Uh, go back to the Attorney General of New York's report on the sexual harassment charges and, you know, that it was a result of a civil investigation, but it's since led now to law enforcement officials opening simultaneous criminal investigations all over the state with the possibility that Cuomo could be charged criminally in all of this. The big question is what, if anything, would he be charged with? We've gone over that in great specificity and detail with Greg Jarrett on this program. Uh, and it has now led to law enforcement officials doing this. Um, on Sunday, the Albany County Sheriff, a guy by the name of, of Craig Apple, hinted at a possible result in the case involving this woman, Brittany Camiso. Now, she was known up until this interview with CBS this weekend as executive assistant number one, who brought the most serious allegations against the governor. But she was not the first person to specifically say that groping, grabbing, unwanted touching, etc., had taken place. Um, now, there's there's some disagreement. Would it be a misdemeanor? Uh, maybe a few misdemeanors. Uh, could it mean jail time? Well, if it's a misdemeanor, forcible touching allegations could result in a year behind bars. Do I think that would happen? Probably not, uh, knowing New York as well as I do. Um, but anyway, it could possibly be that. And then the criminal defense attorney 
and former Brooklyn prosecutor agreeing with the assessment. And But two things happened in, in the last 48, 72 hours that tipped the balance here, and that was the up till recent, up till this weekend, unknown name of the executive assistant number one, the interview that was given on 60, uh, on, on CBS rather, Brittany uh, Camiso. And, you know, when I watched this, I just kept saying, wow, she's extraordinarily articulate, credible, and it was, it was beyond compelling. Uh, let me play some of the highlights of, of that interview that took place on CBS. I had to go over to the mansion to help the governor with a state of the state speech. I wasn't there late. I did my final edit. And while I was upstairs in the office, the governor said, why don't we take a selfie? So his suggestion, you yes. said. With I, your phone? With my phone. I then felt while taking the selfie, his hand go down my back onto my butt and he started rubbing it not sliding it, not, you know, quickly brushing over it, rubbing my butt. And did you ask him, what are you doing? Well, this was while I was taking the selfie. I became so nervous that my hands were clearly shaking and a lot of the photos that I was snapping were completely blurry. I showed him them and he said, oh, you know, those aren't, you know, those aren't good. And he said, why don't we go sit on the couch? and we can take a better one. So you sat on the couch? Um, I sat on the couch because I thought to myself, okay, I don't think on the couch that he would have a way to just do what he just did. So I felt safer actually on the couch. And in the photo, you know, I have my arm wrapped around his shoulder, mm -hmm. you know, almost as if, you know, we were taking a picture with a buddy. Mm -hmm. And that is the one that has been blurred out that has been now released to the public. So he gets up and he goes to give me a hug. And I could tell immediately when he hugged me, it was in a probably the most sexually aggressive manner than any of the other hugs that he had given me. Um, it was then that I said, you know, uh, governor, you know, my words were, you're going to get us in trouble. And I thought to myself, that probably wasn't the best thing to say, but at that time, I was so afraid that one of the mansion staff, that they were going to come up and see this and think, oh, you know, is that what she comes here for? And that's not what I came there for, and that's not who I am. And I was terrified of that. And when I said that, he walked over, shut the door so hard to the point where I thought for sure someone downstairs must think, they must think if they heard that, what is going on? Came back to me, and that's when he put his hand up my blouse and cupped my breast over my bra. I exactly remember looking down, seeing his hand, which is a large hand, thinking to myself, oh my God, this is happening. It happened so quick. He didn't say anything. When I stopped it, he just pulled away and walked away now the number is up to 13 i guess uh new york now not only is he going to be replaced by the first female governor in new york state history but cuomo will become the second elected new york state governor in a row 
to be forced from office over a sex scandal. Um, you know, I guess New York's now two for two. First, obviously, being Elliot Spitzer. He was forced out in 2008 after he was caught patronizing, I guess, high-end prostitutes. In Cuomo's case, he will be replaced by the lieutenant governor. Oh, I'm sorry, in Spitzer's case, it was David Patterson, who actually was a very nice person. Uh, I, I got to know him a little bit personally. He decided not to run again after questions emerged about uh, whether he had accepted uh, free tickets to a Yankee game. Uh, Cuomo was the New York State Attorney General at the time, known to be interested in running for governor. So there was some question about whether Cuomo, you know, made a deal uh, with Patterson to bow out. Um, but I, that's just speculation. Patterson was New York's first African American governor. Um, anyway, so Andrew Governor Andrew Cuomo becomes governor. And, you know, here we are, I guess, now back to square one in New York. A lot of this isn't just going to it's not going to matter in New York. I don't see New York state changing. Now, um, I don't know a whole lot. Neither does anyone else know a whole lot about the lieutenant governor, to be very frank. Uh, She's a Democrat. She's from a pretty conservative district, actually, in Buffalo. And does she have any appetite or desire to take on an assembly and a state Senate that, you know, it's, it's sort of new green deal socialism, AOC mindset that rules Albany, New York, just like it does in Washington. Um, Article four, the New York state constitution, she takes over as governor. She'll be New York's 57th chief executive, the first female governor in the state's nearly 250 year history. She said she agreed with Cuomo's decision to step down. It's the right thing to do. It's in the best interest of New Yorkers and put emphasize that it, as someone who served at all levels of government and is next in line of uh, succession, um, I'm prepared to lead. She's 62 years old from Buffalo, Syracuse University graduate. Okay, I don't think most people really care. Is there going to be anything different? So it's going to be 14 days effective. And uh, look, look, the the problem with New York is just so much bigger. Now, it was interesting. I don't don't know what to make of Ronan Farrow's article. I I, I printed it out. I haven't had a chance to read it all yet. Um, But apparently Cuomo called the Obama White House to attack a federal prosecutor, I believe it was Preet Bahara, um, at the time, and and that would be the that would be, you know that that's where the Southern District of New York. I mean, that's where Andy McCarthy and and guys like Rudy Giuliani came up out of. Um, I actually met him uh, once at that media party. Remember, Linda? Actually, was a pretty nice guy. Nice oh, to yeah? me. Yeah, runs his own podcast apparently. Um, mm-hmm. There's nothing. Listen, if you're working in that district, the Southern District of New York, you're a serious lawyer. Uh, that's all there is to it. The re- their reputation is warranted. They're they're tough. Uh, listen, I want to remind you every day we're all putting our personal information at risk on the internet. In a second, a cyber criminal can steal what's yours, and that means ruining your good name, your reputation, your finances. You need to protect yourself. LifeLock.com sees the threats you'll miss on your own. They'll scour the dark web for you, something you'll never do and I'll never do. And if your personal information is for sale, you get an alert. If your 
identities compromised. They will give you a dedicated restoration specialist to help fix it for you. LifeLock by Norton, they have a very low annual rate. And right now you'll save an additional 25%. It's simple. Just call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com and use the promo code Hannity. You save an additional 25% off their low rate. That's lifelock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Protect your name, your finances, your reputation, your credit score at lifelock.com. Use the promo code Hannity. 